1: Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The Bible speaks about the mystery of iniquity, and iniquity is a mystery. Why do people behave in a lawless way? Well, for thousands of years, people have tried to work out why people behave the way they do. The confusion over how to explain human behavior is underlined by the fact that there are so many different schools of psychology and psychotherapy. Most of these schools clash with each other. There's no consensus amongst leading experts regarding human behavior. The best commentary on this subject is the Word of God. The Bible tells us not only where we went wrong, but how we can be put back together again. It describes this in three phases. It talks about the generation of man, the degeneration of man, and the regeneration of man. God put us together in the first place. He knows how we went wrong, but more importantly, He knows how to put us back together once again. This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: Hello, Phil's my name, and today author and pastor Ken Legg and I are talking about counselling, one-on-one counselling and helping others. Ken's raised a very important point just there. I think sometimes even Christians can underestimate the wisdom and insight into the problems of humanity that are found in the Bible and also bypass the counsel that it provides. Would you say that's a fair comment? Yes, Phil. Um, In fact, the Bible has
1: got so much wisdom that we'd be a fool to ignore it. I think Let's start with the book of Genesis, because that's a foundational book in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the word Genesis means origins or beginnings, and so it's also described as the seedbed of the Bible. It contains in seed form, if you like, many of the fundamental truths of the Bible. As read the Bible, these doctrines are developed and brought to maturity, but they, they find their beginning back there in Genesis. Now, One of the chapters in Genesis, Genesis chapter 3, is estimated by many as the most important chapter in the whole of the Bible because evolution teaches that man started at the bottom of the ladder and made his way to the top, whereas Genesis 3 shows us that we actually started at the top and fell to
0: the bottom, and we call this the fall. And it's described in that way because that's foundational to Christianity, really, that belief, isn't it? It is, and to our understanding of human behavior.
1: And so we see that really all our problems stemmed from this root. And and quite frankly, Phil, any attempt to understand the problems of humanity, which doesn't take this into account, that is the origins of human life and the origins of human problems where it all went wrong, mm. um, will never really address core issues. See, without God's perspective on life's problems, we're always ever going to deal with the fruit of the problem
0: and not the root. Mm. And, and of course, the root of the problem is our disconnectedness from God. Very interesting. Understanding what happened in the Garden of Eden then is crucial to understanding the problems that we face here and now today. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. In fact, if you look at the account of the four, you'll just see just amazingly how relevant
1: what happened there is to understanding what's going on in our lives today. For example, uh, when Adam and Eve fell, they saw themselves differently. They began to look at themselves in a different way. They felt guilt and they felt shame. In fact, all our negative emotions are the result of this disconnectedness from God. It wasn't there before. There wasn't a, a feeling of fear. There wasn't a feeling of shame. There wasn't a feeling of guilt. But these things entered in as a result of that disconnection with God. And then, of course, there was a a shift in the way that they saw God, the way that they began to look at God before they, they, they were drawn to him. But then they drew back from him. They were afraid of him. They they went and hid from him, if you like. Yeah. And uh, sadly, Phil, a lot of Christians relate to God still on the basis of fear. Um, John says there's no fear in love because perfect love casts out fear and uh, fear involves torment. And, and so God doesn't want us to relate to him on the basis of fear, but on the basis of of love. It's going to be pretty difficult to trust somebody that you're scared of, isn't it? Exactly, and that's why God wants to banish fear from our hearts. We'll never draw near to him when we're afraid of him. In fact, I would say this, field that there's nothing more critical to spiritual growth than making the transition, if you like, from fear-based relationship
0: with God to uh, a love-based relationship with him. Mm, And it's relationship that's really the key, isn't it? It's kind of almost the root of, of all of our problems that we face. Well, a lot of counselling
1: centres around relationships. Um, you know, I mean, this world would be a wonderful place, Phil, if it just wasn't for the people. You know, they'd <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> be lonely without them, wouldn't it? And and uh, you know, again, let's go back to the garden because Adam and Eve had a relationship, but that kind of broke down uh, after the fall. Yeah. As a result of the fall. Yeah. Um, you know, we were created in the image of God. Now, God is love, and so if you like, man was like a flower opened up in full bloom, reaching out. He reached out to God, reached out to creation, reached out to one another. They love one another. What's the definition of love? Love always seeks the highest good of another person. Now, when they fell, they became like a, a flower closed closed up in bud. They, they, be, they became under the power of self-love. Mm. They were just looking out for themselves. So instead of care, caring for one another, they looked to meet their own needs through each other. Uh, in fact, Adam was willing to blame Eve to get him off the hook. is mm. <laughs> you know,
0: because it was her fault.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm not going there, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you think about it, what a, what a terrible, selfish thing to do. You know, I'll blame her and that gets me off the hook. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, another thing is this, that they forgot that they were not really meant to draw their life from one another, to enjoy one another, to love one another, but not to draw their life from one another, but, but to draw that life from God. And what's happened today is, uh, you know, as a result of our disconnectedness from God, we look to one another, uh, you know, with with unrealistic expectations. And that's where a lot of relationships go wrong. Mm. We're looking unrealistically to have needs met in each other. And so there's a lot of failure in that. There's a lot of
0: disappointment. There ends up being a lot of blame and consequently hurt. So if we're experiencing any relationship issues, really we just think back to the Garden of Eden Blame Adam and Eve. Blame them, and then we can deal with it. You know, one of the things that God said to Eve, Phil,
1: he said, you know, as a consequence of the fall, your desire will be for Adam, and he will rule over you. Now, remember, that was not a consequence of creation, but a consequence of the fall. So there's this, what I call the desire for on the rule over syndrome. Uh, The woman would look to the man to meet her deepest need, even though he would never be able to fully satisfy her. And in return, of course, man will take advantage of that and will be tempted to rule over the woman mm. uh, to his own advantage. And so under the curse, it's control or be controlled. Now, of course, a common mistake is that when unrealistic expectations are not met in a relationship, you know what happens, Phil, is that people just leave one relationship and they, they go into another, another believing yeah. that another person can meet those unrealistic needs. And yeah. and if you like, they leave one force god and find another one and continue to have their needs unmet because there are some needs that only God can meet. And um, unfortunately, we we look to people in an unrealistic way and there's disappointment, there's breakdowns in
0: relationship. Well, it's that threefold cord. If you're talking in a marriage sense here, the threefold cord is not easily broken, and that, of course, is husband, wife, and the Holy Spirit in the relationship uh, dealing to those issues. And it's a strong unit, but not dealing with those Things fall apart, and, and God has a wonderful hope for the entire human race if we will get past ourselves and accept it, and that is Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, that, and that's a wonderful thing about Genesis chapter 3 is that it didn't just end
1: with that terrible fall. You know, the first prophecy came in, and it's actually a prophecy to Satan the seed of the woman will bruise your head. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, I'll get you. Um, this is not the The final chapter here, Mm. Uh, there's redemption coming. And and of course, the seed of the woman then becomes the message all the way through the Bible. And the great thing, Phil, about um, marriages and relationships is that there is an answer and and Jesus is the answer. In fact, I would say this, you know, we often talk about marriage problems. There's really no such thing as marriage problems. They're they're just sin problems. We're behaving sinfully and wrongly. But the answer to that, of course, is the new life that we have in Jesus Christ. and, And that's the message that starts to come through now. The seed of the woman is coming. You know, Jesus is coming. The one that was born of the Virgin is coming into this world and he can redeem us in every situation, whether it's negative emotions, whether it's broken relationships, whether it's our disconnectedness from God. Jesus is the one that brings the answer to those things.
0: Helpful advice this week on the subject of one-on-one counselling and we'll continue our conversation tomorrow. Until then, remember, you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Lake and details about Ken's ministry, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.